Holiday traffic fucking sucks, man. It's congested. It's confusing. It's infuriating. It's scary, too. And if that isn't bad enough, all that's on the way to the insane shopping frenzy that is amplified by the already high tension caused by the current events. Today, we cover two very common traffic situations that if everyone followed the laws and rules to, including yourself, there'd be way less congestion in the world on the roads. Get ready to learn something that you can use on your way home. Welcome to The Basic Vet, the podcast with a beard, tattoos, and no fucks. It's politically incorrect, it's abrasive, it's unapologetic, and it's probably fucking funny. I'm your host, Shannon Smith. Here you'll find out what it's like being a vet on a day-to-day basis, the unspoken struggles you don't hear about, and some honest stories from my time in our beloved Marine Corps. So grab a beer and throw out all those fucks you've had in your pocket, because where we're going, you don't need any fucks. All right, I wanted to make that a short intro because today I want to be able to inform and teach a little bit. Now, if you've ever driven or been a passenger, you know that traffic can be frustrating and fucking dangerous. That's because there's tons of metal being hurled down the road at like 60 miles an hour in most cases. That just equals death. It equals destruction and mayhem. So why in the fuck are there not mass casualties all around you when you drive? Because of things like rules, things like laws, you know, those little lines in the road and the lights on the side and the signs you got to read, those all fucking mean something. They mean that we get to go through life without dying horribly in a car wreck as long as you follow those rules. Today, we're going to cover two very common situations in traffic that have laws and rules to make life easier for everyone. Now, I like rules when they make sense. I love to follow rules that make sense. It's the ones that don't make sense that I can't get behind. Before we get started today, I'd like to thank our special sponsor for this episode, Shavier's School for the Particularly Ungifted. Everyone has that certain someone in their life that is special. Not the good kind or the sad kind, but the how the fuck do you make it out of your house every day kind. Thankfully, there's a place you can send them to get rehabilitated. Here at Shavier's School for the Particularly Ungifted, Your special dum-dum will be taught the basics of life again, giving the world a chance to take a breath from their special brand of stupid. They won't be released until they're able to complete basic logic and reasoning skills successfully, which means when you get them back, you can finally trust that they won't piss you off with their incessant stupidity and lack of basic reasoning skills. For those that excel at SSPU, they even get the chance to completely relearn how to drive. We break down your idiot shotgun style and abrasively force knowledge of basic traffic laws and etiquette into that thick little skull of theirs. If it sticks, they leave with a brand new driver's license. If nothing sticks, we put them in a government position for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania with the rest of the failed idiots. You get it. I'm so glad Shavier signed on. I'm not sure how much that place costs, but based on what they've said, it's got to be totally worth it. We definitely need more idiots in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania running this place. Now say you come up to a green light, and you're going to turn right from the right lane. Across from you, someone is turning left as well. You both have a green light, yet you're hesitant to turn right. Does that sound familiar? It fucking should. Now let's all take a trip down to Shaviors for a moment and see what they have to say. Basically, stay in your fucking lane. Let's take a second to break this shit down. First, since I live in Pennsylvania, we'll go ahead and break down what they have to say about the subject. Now, this comes from dmv.pa.gov under the uh, driver's licensing section. 
It's called Moving Into and Through Intersections Safely. To travel across an intersection with a two-way stop sign, you need about a six-second gap, blah, 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 blah. That's not what we're talking about. Turn right, look left, straight ahead, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. Uh, this does not... Nope. Nope. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, to turn left, make sure you have a clear gap to turn in front of oncoming traffic. And traffic on the cross street is stopped. If you're turning from a minor onto a major street, allow a nine-second gap between you and any vehicle approaching from the right. Because everyone I know can get a real good gist of what nine seconds is when they're not even moving behind the person or towards them. That makes fucking sense, Pennsylvania. I got an idea. Why don't you go back and rewrite your fucking entire driver's education series? Because you're the reason we're so fucked here. Oh, it's Shavier's fault. Shavier keeps sending those motherfuckers into the places that make the laws. That's got to be it. I'll have a talk with him after this. We got to get this shit fixed. Well, basically, what it comes down to, they make an, a diagram, and the diagram makes sense, but not everybody has a diagram in front of them they're, when they're driving. They need to be able to remember this shit, and the verbiage they put here does not make it easy to fucking remember. Here's the, the most relatable thing that they say. It is important when turning left to avoid conflicts with vehicles turning left from the opposite direction. Duh. In the diagram at the right, which you can't see, imagine an X at the center of, an inter at the, center of the intersection. By turning before you reach the X, you avoid a tangle turn with the other left-turning driver by always turning into the lane closest to the center line. You also avoid interfering with traffic coming from the opposite direction, making a right turn onto the same street. Um, what? Come on, guys. A tangle turn? It's what's called a fucking accident because you're a retard. Now... I really wanted to get a decent explanation for this, so I had to go somewhere else, and I just went to Google, and amazingly, the first thing that came up that made sense to me was from Michigan. I did not expect that one bit. So this is from MLive.com, which is a news thing for Michigan, and they actually talked to um, a state police officer, and he's a state police traffic law expert, Sergeant Mike Church. So... Here's what he has to say about the situation. Church said this is a fairly simple rule that is written in legalese in the statute. It is fairly simple for right turns. Both the approach for a right turn and a right turn shall be made as close as practicable, practicable to the right-hand curb or edge of the roadway. So for right-hand turns, you must stay as close to the right edge as possible. Great, wonderful, but what about those pesky left-hand turns? Well, those are trickier, Church says. Now he refers to the statute that covers it. The statute says, approach for a left turn from a two-way roadway onto a runway roadway, blah, 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 blah. It's still a little confusing, but he actually breaks it down for us and makes it easy. He says, I would say that the safest way to turn is to stay in your lane. If I were handling the crash in this scenario, then I would find the person who turned into the wrong lane to be at fault. Thank you, Sergeant Church. All Sergeant Church is saying is that if he has to investigate a crash where some asshole turned left and crossed over into the opposite lane, what he's going to do is target that retard and send him to Shaviors. Make sense? Stay in your fucking lane. Now, that's a difficult and a tricky traffic situation because there's a lot of decisions that have to be made. There's a lot of things that need to be taken into account, such as all the traffic around you. Is it a green arrow versus a blinking red light or a 
it's there's lots of other things involved. However, at its most basic level, if you've got the green and you're going to turn left, stay in your lane. If you see that someone's going to cross over, then fucking slow down and let the retard do what they want to do while they honk at you thinking they're in the right. When you, in fact, know they're fucking wrong. Now, I hope that at this point, you have learned a little bit about what you should do in that situation. What I also hope is that I haven't introduced a new frustration for you. If I have, educate somebody once in a while. Yeah, all right. Now, the next subject we're going to cover is a pretty, pretty simple one. This is the easiest one of the two. It's four-way stops. Now, unlike the last subject, there is way less logic and reasoning required to make this successfully. However, it still gets fucked up on a regular basis. Here is what you need to have in the back of your head to successfully navigate a four-way stop. Whoever, not whomever, that's a whole new subject, whoever stops there first goes first. Easy. Super easy. But we aren't here for that. What if everyone stops at the same time? In that case, you always defer to the right. The person to the right of you has the right of way in that case. But since there's four motherfuckers that all stopped at the same time, there's got to be some confusion involved. So how do we solve that situation? Well, you just wait. Patience is definitely not a virtue of mine. Not even a little bit. However, in cases like this, I will wait for a second or defer to the right until someone moves. You just wait a little bit until somebody moves. Once they move, let them go. The decision is the worst part of the struggle. Once someone has made that decision, let them carry on with it. Because at that point, all you got to do is go from the right in a circle. And then it'll come around to you. Generally in life, people aren't immediately equipped to make quick decisions and then stick to them. It's a problem. It's not our job to make them make decisions. So sometimes we just got to wait until they do. And it's not always going to work out properly. But as long as you know this and you're armed with a little bit more knowledge and you go out there, you can make better decisions. Now, I can tell you exactly what not to do at a four-way stop when everyone shows up at the same time. The other day, the wife and I were headed over to Home Depot to grab some stuff for the house, and it was dark, real dark, and it was a back roads, and we came up to a four-way stop. And I was a passenger, so I'm looking ahead, and I see three cars heading towards the stop sign about the same distance and the same speed that we were headed, which means we're all going to get there first. So... I lean back in the seat a little more, look around and wait for this fucktard of a goddamn situation to unfold. And sure as shit, I was not disappointed. The idiot across from us decides to take it upon themselves to flash their fucking headlights and tell all three people to go at the same time. That's not what you do in that case, because now everybody's fucking confused because you just flashed your brights to show all three people that they need to go at once. You fucking retard. Now, this world's full of fucking retards, but one of the things we do at the Basic Vet is try and get people a little bit smarter, and hopefully a couple of those retards listen too. All right, I think that's enough bitching and yelling for today. Um, I want you guys to keep listening and sharing just like you have been because it's helping me. I'm hoping that you guys laughed a little bit today and learned a little bit, but I'm going to keep listening to the feedback that you guys give and improving for the audience. I'm never going to change my message, and I'm never going to change my reason behind podcasting. I'm just going to evolve. And that kind of brings me into what Friday's topic is going to be. It will be inspirational, and it's don't be who they tell you to. Just because 
You were told your entire life that you need to grow up and go to college and then be a doctor and then be something successful and make a bunch of money. That's not necessarily true. That's what that person wants for you. Stop living your life like everybody else wants your life to go. Live it your way. I know it seems a little cliche to talk about that, but that really is what's driven me up to this point behind podcasting. And it was going against the grain of what everybody wanted me to be and doing what the hell I wanted to do. So we'll get a little personal next Friday, and I hope to see you there. To everyone that listened to this podcast, thank you. Thank you for taking that time out of your day to listen to me bitch babble and complain. I really appreciate it. But all of my active duty friends out there, I want to say thank you for signing on that dotted line so that I can continue to enjoy my freedom and be a lazy fucker that just records his voice into a microphone all day and put it on the internet. And to those of you that say, just let it go, I say, fuck you. I'm never letting go of my commitment to excellence. And don't you let it go either. I'm out.